0: Hey y'all, welcome to the 11th episode of the Back 40, entitled... Creepy Callers. Kind of like Creepy Crawlers. But Creepy Callers. I'm Jared. I'm Casey. And today we'll be covering the episode of Supernatural, entitled...
1: Long Distance Call.
0: It was Long Distance Call from the grave, it's Creepy Call. Yeah. Except it was Long Distance Call. Okay, fine. That was it, wasn't it? Sounds good to me. Yep, good. I don't know why it's not here written down for me. Anyway. Calling my secretary. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <that's> Mr. <my> Smogger. <laughs> I knew
1: that was good.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the title. Okay, sounds good to me. Um. We have no supernatural news, but we do have Back 40 news as always. Email us at back40podcast.hotmail.com or check out the blog at www.theback40podcast.blogspot.com.
1: You're getting real good at that.
0: I am. I'm not going to mess it up many times. And um, we're going to jump right into the episode here because it's late. And it was a good episode. We're incapable of working during daytime I guess hours, so. Because one thing or another.
1: I liked the episode. I did. Can we? Are we going to recap it at the
0: end or? Let's recap now. Let's just do it. Okay, let's go. Get us going. Sweet. Jumping right in. Yes. In Ohio.
1: In Milan, Ohio, for a fact.
0: A man. <laughs> ben Waters is his name. <laughs> I've cracked Casey. I've broken him down. Could be the late night. Could be anyway, the, this this could one, be the giant Sonic Route 44 he's drinking. <laughs> I may have to leave the a later time to do the fucking point is so we go to this house and it's raining I think and you know, it's dark nights no, big old house. He's drinking.
1: He's boozing pretty pretty good here.
0: Yes. And his phone rings and he answers it. And Linda. Because that's
1: what to do. <laughs>
0: yes, obviously. <laughs> and Linda's on the other line, and she asks him, Have you thought about what we discussed? And, you know, he's like, I've got a wife, Linda.
1: Well, it's a, it was all static yeah, I can yeah. hardly really understand. Yeah, like some, some. It wasn't white noise because it wasn't a TV, but it was static. And he hangs up on her. Then the phone
0: rings again.
1: And he answers it and she says, Look here. I'm not going to stop until you listen to me and hear me out. And she's like, Oh, I love you.
0: And he hangs up again and apologizes. I'm sorry. (laughs) And he hangs up. He's he's
1: drunk. Yeah, he's drunk and emotional. And uh, something's obviously going on. Because then the phone keeps ringing and keeps ringing. And he's like, he gets fed up and... He takes it all out on the phone, and he just rips it out of the wall, throws it across the room.
0: Yeah, and ironically, it rings again with a caller ID tag, SH833. You
1: you remember that. Yes. Very observant. But yes, it does ring again, and unfortunately, he's had enough of the phone calls, and apparently, he had enough of life. Yes. (laughs) As he just pulls the
0: pistol out of his drawer... And says, "You win,
1: Linda." Boop. And man, that was sick. Blood but spiders. The phone. before that happened, she had uttered what would turn out to be a very important phrase through the whole episode, and she's like, "Come to Come me." Come to me. Yeah. So, I thought I'd throw that in there. So when we have to, you know, get it again, get it again. When the...
0: Continuity. You're all about it.
1: Anyway, but uh, after that poor unfortunate incident
0: we have the cool supernatural
1: yeah you know and uh, and actually Dean we hear from Bobby yes Dean actually we don't home. ever hear from Bobby but we we assume it's Bobby and well, uh Ben says it's Bobby Dean says it's Bobby and he's he's telling Dean about Ben shooting himself after you know electrical problems and Dean being the keen man that he is he's like oh something's afoot there must be a spirit because you know that's where he's just gonna go it can't just be an electrical problem there's gotta be an exp- a spirit but uh so he tells sam we gotta go check on this yeah and sam he doesn't wanna you know he's like there's a case and then sam's like but we're already on a case we're trying to get keep you out of hell and Dean's like, Well, we can't even find Bella, which, you know, finally some reference there. cult's gone. I can't want Bella find the back. Cult. And while we can't find anything, I would like to do my job. Yeah. So uh, I think that's, you know, the gist of what he said. And, and then stuff. Dean
0: admits the you know, Sam. Sam's like, We just need to find Ruby. And, Sam, and Dean tells him, You know, Ruby can't help. We,
1: She told me. That was unfortunate because. That might mean we don't get to see any more Ruby.
0: I'm sure she'll be back. I'm glad. I, I missed them.
1: Both of those girls.
0: And Sam's mad because yeah. Dean's kept the secret.
1: Yeah. And then Dean actually tells Sam, he says, you you want to, you know, wonder who's keeping secrets from who because Sam has a couple of skeletons in his closet that he's kept from Dean. Because he's a
0: mind freak. Like, yeah,
1: he, uh, His psychic visions and stuff.
0: Yes. So, Dean and Sam, next thing you know, they're in Ohio.
1: Yeah, they hop in the, uh, sweet car. Yes. And drive right on to Ohio. They always have sweet music playing in the radio, too. Cool. Um, so then they get to Ohio, and they... (laughs) Are you alright? I'm back. Um, so they get to Ohio, and, uh... They appear in their, you know, suits posing as detectives again. I guess they've formally adopted the disguise of detectives because they're always detectives usually when they have to talk to somebody. It's after, most convenient. Yeah, after their loved ones has died. And again, I noticed something really weird, I'll tell you in a minute. But uh, they end up talking to uh, Ben's widow. And she says, look, I, uh, I found my dead husband over there and and they said is that all you found and she said something about the phone being out of the wall and stuff and then she said i've already been over this with the other detectives and do you remember the uh the episode where with the old lady and they go on the the party it was yeah that old lady said that exact same line and I was like,
0: dude, that line's been uttered three yeah, million I times. Yeah, I know. And
1: I was like, they keep on using that.
0: So I was like, well,
1: I always went over this. I've went over this with the others. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but she's talking. She's talking to him. And uh, and she reveals this little nugget of information that she probably should have told him at the beginning. And she said, uh, "I was eavesdropping on my husband. Basically, I was eavesdropping it. He was talking, I, he was talking to somebody and I thought he was talking to a woman, but really I picked up the phone and there was nobody there. So then they're like, well, that just explains right the And uh, they actually do some research and, uh, and he, the wife, the widow tells them that the woman, he kept saying, her name was Linda, so they did some research and Dean said, Dean said, well, Linda's a babe, and, uh, or was. And so they do some research and find out that uh, Linda was Ben's high school sweetheart, actually, and she died in a car wreck and was cremated, so they wonder why she's still around. Right, they're ruining out the spirit thing because, you know, once they burn them, it's supposed to be gone. Yeah.
0: Sam also had found a number on the car ID that had come up a lot, very odd number. SHA-33?
1: Yeah, they researched that, the weird phone plant thing, and uh, figured out that that's over a century old. So they actually, then they go to the telephone company and uh, Clark Adams, Um, they convince them to... He's the head of the company, yeah, of course. Yes. The head of the company leads them downstairs to... Uh, to Stewie. Stewie. Yeah. Nice little Family Guy reference there, Stewie and uh.
0: I doubt that's what they were going
1: for. Me too. either, but that's what popped in my head. Stuff just randomly pops in my head sometimes. All right, um, but he's a techie, not a trekkie. Yeah, he's browsing the internet, looking at some questionable material. Some pornographic filth. Yeah. Yes, um, and he doesn't even want to like. Bother with Sam and Dean because he's too busy. uh, um, He's got his own business going down. And Dean's like, You better run the number because I'm from headquarters. And so they convince him to finally run the number. And uh, Stewie actually determines an interesting fact that, you know, 10 houses have been receiving calls from this 100 year old telephone number for the past like two weeks. And so then Sam and Dean really. They're like, something fishy's got to be going on yes. here. we got to figure this
0: out. Dean also offers Stewie a good tidbit about one of his favorite <laughs> websites that the Platinum
1: membership is well worth the money. Yeah, we won't go into that, but he did. He he has, you know, plugged that side a couple of times on there. Sure. if you watch the, the episode, you'll realize what we're talking about, but we don't want to. Uh, what, Busty Asians? Darn it, <laughs> just what was on the episode. Yeah, it was. Um so uh he says uh Stuie runs the number. They figure out that the calls have been coming in for the last 2 weeks and uh and he says, you know, I can't tell you where the number's coming from, but this is where it's going. And he shows Sam a list of the houses that have been uh, been receiving the calls. And then actually Sam Takes matters into his own hands and drives up in a nice car in front of one of the houses. A rental. Sweet
0: rental car. Sweet rental yeah. car. It was a piece of crap, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> no, it was actually pretty nice. What kind of car was it? I don't remember, but it was, pretty piece nice. <laughs> it
0: was, pretty... was a
1: piece of and crap. It wasn't a Corvette. And he goes up and rings the uh that's true. And he goes up and rings the doorbell and he asks the, the uh, husband of the house him and his little boy come come to the door, and he says, have there been any strange calls? And he says, we didn't call the phone company. And he says, yeah, but people have been recording, or reporting strange calls with like static and, and weird stuff going on. And he says, no, we hadn't, uh, he says, no, we haven't had any of those calls, but, uh, and then we're introduced to the daughter Laney, who comes down the stairs, and uh, she she comes on the scene, and she's going to play a uh, pivotal role in the episode, or at least half of it.
0: Indeed, she's got a very disturbed look on her face, and Sam can see it.
1: So, uh, so he nonchalantly walks away and is going to get back in his sweet rental car. It's not too sweet. I think it was sweet, dude. I
0: think it was like a Hyundai, dude.
1: It it looked good. I don't remember though at all. It wasn't like a flashy sports car but it That's right, so it wasn't a real car. But, uh, but it was a four so, banger. But he's about to drive away and I think he I think he actually knew that Laney was gonna have to come track him down so he takes his time. And she finally comes out there and tracks him down and, and uh
0: she and, says, I don't think you're an agent for the phone company because you wear a
1: cheap suit and drive a rental car. Yeah, and then he's like, well, I guess we're both keeping secrets. And then so she figures she's got to tell him what she knows. He says, if I knew
0: what you knew, I wouldn't make fun of you.
1: I'd tell you that I could help a
0: little bit. <laughs> Things along this line. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, she says, so, I've been getting calls from my mom.
1: He's like, that's not weird. <laughs> that's not weird at all. And then Laney goes, Well, she's dead. She's and he got, said, Just got Lainey's a little done. weirder and then she's like, Yeah, like three years dead and uh so then then Sam's like, Well, this really is strange and something fishy really is going on. So then Dean calls Sam and found and tells him that he's found, you know, some other cases of people getting staticky phone calls from from the dead. Yes. From beyond the grave. And then the interesting thing, theme of the episode happens. He hangs up with Sam, and then the phone rings from the number, and guess who it is?
0: <gasps> yeah, it's their daddy. It's Johnny. Yes. John Jess,
1: Winchester. The voice of one Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Is on the other other end of the phone.
0: Who well, I was disappointed. I didn't get we could see him. We yeah. heard him. I guess he was called in. The network's like, like "Okay, Jeff, give us the lines. We'll yeah. record you in
1: static." Shh. How could you do it, Dean? Shh. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I didn't figure we were gonna see see Mr. Morgan. Then I was mad about it though. Yeah. And then after that, Dean met with Sam, and he's like, "Well." Dude, I just got a call from Dad. Who, what did he sound like? <laughs> he sounded like Dad. What do you think? But and then Sam. He sounded like Oprah. Sam, you know, is questionable. He's questioning, you know, whether We're or no. Actually, quote. what?
0: We're our quote.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sorry, but, I'm
0: trying to drink out of a cup and talk.
1: Um. So he's questionable, and he's you know hesitant to believe that their daddy would be come. Talk to him from the grave. And so, uh, they discuss what they're gonna do if, you know, their daddy calls back. And Dean says, What should I do? Or what should I say when he calls back? And Sam said, Hello. <laughs> he said, That's all you got. Our dad calls us from the grave, and you come back with the hello. <laughs> so, uh, so then
0: they discover that. That this place in Ohio was the birthplace of the Thomas Edison. Thomas. The Thomas Edison. <laughs> Thomas Alva Edison. The Thomas Edison, not just that is, any Thomas just Edison.
1: That, that is a cool middle name, Alva.
0: <laughs> I will name my first child Alva.
1: Um, oh. So they go to that museum, and he's in the uh, last invent, invention Thomas Edison supposedly invented. It's the spirit phone. And it was weird. Spirit
0: phone, spirit phone. You know what the spirit phone would be good for? What for the
1: ghost facers. Yeah, they should have had that on there. Yeah. <laughs> ghost facers. But, uh, ghost facers. Anyway, she, she, you know, is walking around giving her little tidbits about, about Thomas Edison. Who is she? The tour guide. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. The tour guide's walking around, and she's explaining, you know, what stuff is, and and she said, "Oh yeah, Thomas Edison was actually an occultist. <laughs> he was yes. actually in the cult. He was evil. Which, I don't know if that's true or not. Devil worshipper. I've never. Uh, and he actually tried to communicate with the dead. And Sam took out his little ghost scanner and scanned it, and he found nothing. And they wonder, you know, why it would just all of a sudden start calling people after." A hundred years, and Dean, you know, is still hung up on the fact that his, his daddy might have called him. So then, we go to that night, and Sam's asleep, and Dean is still. Dean can't sleep because he's worried he might miss his daddy call. And actually, the phone does ring. Dean answers and shut and goes into the other room and shuts the door. And uh, and we hear. <laughs>
0: Dean, it's me.
1: How could you do it, Dean? Yeah. And then there's this heartfelt conversation about, about how, you know, John didn't want this because Dean was his boy. And he said, I was just looking after Sammy just like you told me to. And so they had that little thing. And, and John says, well, I know a way to get you out of the contract because you're afraid of the either – You got yourself into a situation where one way you die or one way Sam dies. And he says, I know a way out for both of you. And Dean's like, what? And he says, the demon that holds your contract. And he's actually, he tells him he's actually here right now. And he's in the town where they're at. So Dean is, Dean is obviously happy about this. Yes.
0: Then we go to the home of Lainey, this, the uh, girl. And mm-hmm. she's on her computer getting her text message I am on. And one pops up from the uh, the uh, SHA-33. Yeah. says, Lainey? And she's like, Mom, is that you? And then the mother, once again, as in the first case, have you considered what we discussed before? And, you know... Laney said, I went to the cemetery.
1: <laughs> she said, I want to see you and Lanny said at the cemetery and she goes, You know that's not what I meant and right then I just knew that this could not end good. No. I was like, So Lainey's Holy like, but, lord. But
0: I'm scared. I was like,
1: Holy Lord, she wants her to kill herself. So, yeah. And then So I actually did I was proud of myself. I the screen up
0: goes dead and in the monitor reflection, Laney's
1: mother the weird the weird Mother Goose. Grabs a hope Not Mother Goose, but Mother Goose. <laughs> uh, she uh, she comes and grabs her and the computer cuts off. And then, so, once
0: she realizes no one's there, the computer comes back on and flashes messages, Come with
1: me. Like come the, with me. Like as in the earlier case, where the uh, Mr. Waters was... Okay, Mr. Waters... In- Mr. Ben Waters was getting that message.
0: My ag teacher was Mr. Sorry. Waters. Sorry about that. Mr. Waters will know. We got that. like a million Mr. Waters live on this very road. Yep. Everybody.
1: Strange coincidence.
0: Du, du, um. Anyway, the next day, Dean has been researching that there have been lightning storms
1: all over. And he's like, okay. That's got to mean the demon's tailing me.
0: Yeah, because you know, he won't let this out of his sight because I'm like a bad mama.
1: Yeah, because he's, you know,
0: like a bad. he wants
1: mother. me in he's hell. He's a bad hell. mother trucker. He's a bad man Gemma. He's a bad man
0: Yeah, mimma, and uh,
1: he wants me in hell pretty bad, so he's got to follow me, you know, no matter where I go because I'm, you know, the one thing he wants more than anything. His, I guess his line of thinking was then. Yeah. And he says that,
0: uh, you know, his that John had given him a new exorcism ritual to kill the demon that's holding the contract. And Sam doesn't, you know, he's a little, he's not buying into it all. And, he, you know, he figures, but Dean says, you know, Dad's been in hell. I'm sure he's picked up a few tricks and it'll work. And, uh, while Dean is waiting for a call from John for the demon's location, you know, him and
1: Sam just go at it. Yeah, they're fighting furiously, and then uh, Sam actually bolted. To go see Lainey. Yeah. Dean
0: says, you know, go and hang out one. with Jailbait.
1: <laughs> Which I thought that was kind of that was humorous. But he said, uh, before he left, he's like, Dean, promise me you won't go anywhere till I get back. So Dean's like sitting down in the chair sulking. Yes. And meanwhile over at Laney's house, uh, <laughs> Sam Sam meets with Laney and he uh and Laney explains what happened, you know, she tells Sam that her mother wanted her to kill herself with her sleeping pill or the sleeping pills from the medicine cabinet. And uh and she asked a question. She said, why would my mama want me to do that? Which is, you know, understandable question to ask in that situation. Because you're freaked out by a ghost. And, you
2: know.
1: and uh, Meanwhile, in little, the other room, she's though. got a little brother yes. who we get introduced to.
0: His toy phone is
1: ringing, S-H-A-33. Yes. His name is Simon. We're talking toy phone. He actually gets a weird call. Yeah, it goes, yeah. And then he's like, Mommy Mommy? <laughs> and uh Laney's still talking to Sam and uh and she tells Sam that her mother actually told her, you know Come to me wrote come to me all over the screen. And he's like, That's not your mother and then we bolt to the uh and he says, Stay in the house and Stay away from windows and electrical equipment and stuff. And then Laney goes out of the, the room and realizes that Simon's gone. And Sam knows they're headed for trouble now because, you know, obviously it's bad when you lose your little brother. Yes. Especially on supernatural when the little, the, little, the wee ones wander off by themselves.
0: Yes. The
1: little, so.
0: Especially Sam. I yeah. Swear.
1: Yeah, nothing good ever happens when he wanders off.
0: No. Uh, Meanwhile, Dean has received another call from John going, The soul is here.
1: The <laughs> demon is here. Whatever. So he like, tells him to drive to this old house and start performing the exorcism ritual. So
0: he goes up in there. He's making the devil's trap. Got his holy water ready. Meanwhile, Sam saves Sam.
1: Sam saves Simon. Crap. <laughs> Sam yeah. sa- Simon's walking across the pavement, and all of a sudden he begins to go drifting out into the road here, and it looked like a game of Frogger. You know, he was actually just walking along, and cars were just whizzing by. It had to be like. It reminded me of Ricky Bobby when he's just sitting out there on the track, and he's like. All the cars are whizzing by, and he's like, "All these cars are going by," and they're like, "You're going 26 miles an hour," <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so he manages to avoid, you know, most of the cars, and he finally crosses over the middle of the road, and then all of a sudden we see the classic horror thingy with the 18-wheeler coming toward the little kid, and you're like, "Oh, this little kid's about to get flattened!" Squash! And
0: then, uh, but at the last second.
1: Sam, Sam makes a heroic leap and pushes Simon out of harm's way. Yes. And so I jump for joy when that happened. Yes, of course. And, uh, and actually then Sam had called Dean and said, look, dude, I know what this is. It's a crocata, which is a weird kind of little thing that mimics, you know, dead loved ones. And leads you to believe something that's not really going on. It's with. a scavenger. Of just yeah. It eats souls. He eats souls after mimicking dead loved ones. It doesn't mimic dead loved ones. Well, their voices.
0: Well, we, you know, we get to that. Yeah. I swear you don't put two and two together ever, anything. Uh, it's. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. I'm slurring my words. <clears throat> I act like a drunk at night. <sighs> It's terrible.
1: He really isn't drinking, though.
0: this just Sonic. I had a sweet tea, a big one. Yeah. Anyway. So, he, you know, Dean, you know, realizes and says, Hey, don't they live in filth? Well, we'll find out later. Like the flies at the phone company. Yeah. We're going to find out later. You know, Dean may not have been Dean. May not have been. So Sam gets to the phone company and sees Stewie leaving the office. So Sam calls Dean and then goes after him with a metal spike.
1: He says, I know what you are and I know how to kill you. Stewie's like,
0: I'm innocent, I'm innocent.
1: That was pretty good. That was actually like really good. What? That accent.
0: I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Yeah. And then Clark, the boss man, comes out and knocks Sam out. And Stewie's like... Oh, thanks, Clark, I knew we were on the same team.
1: Yeah. And then he says, oh, forget it. Whack.
0: <laughs> whacks him. He whacks Stewie. Yeah. Clark ties him up downstairs and then stabs Stewie through the heart pretty much after he gets tired of listening to Stewie. And he
1: opens his mouth like he dislocates his jaw like <laughs> a snake and the pointy little demon things come out. And he sucks out his soul just right out. <laughs>
0: And then Sam realizes that it wasn't Dean on the phone. It was that stupid Krakata. It was Clark. Yeah,
2: and
1: he faked using the Thomas Edison spirit phone number, you know, for a, a diversion to keep, you know, them off the trail, so to speak. And uh, yeah. and the Krakata,
0: which is Clark. And this is when he starts telling Sam, you know, this is why I was arguing with you while he says, yeah. you know, it used to be, before technology, we'd have to stand in the woods yeah. and just wait to lure somebody, but now we can just mock dead people. Yeah, anytime I'm hungry, I just make a phone call. Yeah. So, back in the day, they didn't mock the dead, maybe. Yeah. That's why I argued, and that's Well, and I forgot about that. That was a good point. We're, right. gonna, we're gonna fight, don't we?
1: Bravo. No, we're, we're almost done. I'm gonna
0: choke you. Let's get through this. I'm so angry it's 1 in the morning, 1.30. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Um, Meanwhile, we go to a police officer or a fireman or something. He gets a call from his daughter, and she's you know, dead. Obviously, he says, I, yeah. "I thought I told you not to do this. You're killing your old man." And she says, "Daddy, the man who killed me is at our house, and he wants to kill you too." So he like. Fledgling. This is where you start to put it all together. Yeah. So then Clark, we go back to Clark and Sam and he telling them, you know, it was easy to imitate your father because, you know, people think once, you know, calls are dropped or something, they're just lost forever, but they're not. Yeah, they keep on Voicemails, everything. Yeah. So Sam is meanwhile working his way three, three, (laughs) free, while Clark figures that either Dean's going to kill the guy or the guy's going to kill...
1: Dean, when he gets to his house, so either way he's gonna, you know, he's gonna get a soul. He's gonna kill somebody and get a meal.
2: Yep.
0: Anyway, Dean's in the house preparing his holy water because he hears the man coming in, and all of a sudden this police or fireman,
1: whatever, he like breaks down the door and he starts like spraying bullets all over the place with a
0: shotgun, and uh,
1: and the Dean's like he manages to duck, dive, dip. Dive and dodge out of the way, and uh, you got dip, dive and dodge. Yeah, and he doesn't get hit somehow. People on TV can never shoot. No, yeah. they always miss. But uh, they get in a fight, and then he, then he, you know, starts fighting with him. Like you said, and Dean gets him knocked down, beats the crap out of him. And he, yeah, he did. That's an understatement. He tore him up pretty bad. Yeah, but then, um, but we'll see later that Dean got his... He got his looks in on Dean.
0: Yeah, which throughout that whole fight they kind of went back and forth yeah. where Dean kind of got him down. Dean got the upper hand. Anyway,
1: Cart meanwhile
0: is boasting about how much easier feeding is. You know, this is where he starts talking about yeah the primary device phone and the internet and stuff like that. It's made it so much easier on him because he doesn't have to wait. I jumped around a little. You can you can scold me, Casey. No, that's good. Go ahead. Because I would. It's you. Too late. Anyway. Sam manages to break free, and then they have a little tussle. Meanwhile, you know, Dean has got the uh, the officer in the uh, devil's trap. He's performing. He's trying to do his little exorcism. Yeah, he starts
1: reading the Latin out of the book. And the home dude walks straight out the, the circle. And he's like, well, how the heck did you get out? And then he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've goofed. Then they fight some more. And he's like, why would you kill my daughter? And and they start, you know, tangling again. And then we go back to the fight between
0: Sam and the Krakot- Krakata. Yeah. And, you know, they're fighting. Sam corners him against a pegboard with just a little metal hanger. Yeah. And I guess Sam's using that mental thing he's got, like when he impaled Gordon's head. Yeah. So easily with a piece of wire, barbed wire or something.
1: He happens to impale the crocotta hanging him up on the... Yeah, he just like, floop. Yep. And the, the spirit thing dies. Are those things spirits? Or just I don't know. Soul eater thing dies.
0: Anyway, Meanwhile, Dean and the other guy managed to work out the fact that they have no idea what they're doing. And that Dean's like, I didn't kill your daughter, I have no idea. And we just resolved that issue, I guess. I guess they just kind of threw it out there.
1: Yeah, but uh, then same way like they did with Lainey. Yeah, they kind of threw her out. True. Then,
0: meanwhile, back at the motel, <laughs> they
1: uh, they're recovered. This is where Dean's nursing his eyes, and you know, because he's got a black eye from the, the huge fight. They they share scars, you uh, know. They compare. Licks. And we have you know kind of an emotional moment between. Sam and Dean. And Sam says that he's sorry that it wasn't their dad, because Dean wanted to believe that it was. Kind of real bad throughout the whole episode, and he, uh, and Dean says that he wanted to believe that because he's scared, and there's he's realizing there's no way out of the deal. And then Sam's like, "Uh, we'll get you out," and they're, you know, they sure. Kind of they a share a brief feeling. moment. Yeah, it's kind of a tearjerker. Followed
0: by, hey, let's let's get have a cold one.
1: They have a beer and watch TV. And then we cut the scene. Yep. so that's the end of the episode. It's kind of freaky, freaky at times. Something,
0: something weird. It is jumping around a little. We want to inform you now that our recording sewing self is making some weird, weird, stuff going on, like a like, uh,
1: crocodile. Oh. <sighs> Oh, uh, it, it was a good episode. Take your meal. Anyway, anyway, I wonder it, how, this, how this is going to sound? Episode. Kind of freaky. you know. Yes. This is weird.
0: Just, just continue. Um, um,
1: I thought it was kind of kind of freaky. Kind of, kind of, the the spirits a little more, a little more unorthodox than they usually are. Yeah. Um, I was glad to hear, you know. Jeffrey Dean Morning come back. Yeah, we're glad to hear him. <laughs> glad to hear him. It's just a
0: partial um, guest appearance.
1: Yeah, I think he only gets partial credit for that. He wasn't. He wasn't actually on the set. There. I bet
0: he made more money for recording those lines than I'm making a year. He might have. Mm, sad day.
1: But uh. Oh no! I thought it was real good. I like I, I thought there were some loose ends, you know, with the whole Laney thing. She like fell off the world, but uh I'm ready. I'm ready for these last couple of episodes because they've actually I think we've got two left didn't and
0: we? From what it looks like, I'm not thinking we're getting so deep into Dean's crap until the final episode of the season. Yeah, but they're that gonna seems clip to be, us now, I the, bet uh, you because they oh, know they're picked, picked a, up.
1: It's gonna be a big cliffhanger i think i think you're right it comes down
0: to shows that don't
1: know if they're getting picked up don't leave the
0: big cliffhanger like yeah. the ones that know they're coming
1: yeah. back um i think you're right because i think from what it looks like from uh the spoilers that we've been able to, to that we, get, we shall cover in a moment that uh yeah stay tuned by the way but i think the season finale is going to be more of a dean scene centered episode um and it's gonna revolve around Dean, uh, Dean and Sam trying to save his life and get him out of the deal. So, should be good. Yeah, most definitely. Anyway, y'all stay tuned after the music for spoilers, and thanks for listening again. See you.
0: Now we're going to cover spoilers from next week's episode of Supernatural, entitled Time is on My Side. Sam and Dean discover a doctor who, back in 1816, became obsessed with finding the secret of eternal life by taking people's vital organs. Meanwhile, Bobby finds Bella, and Dean leaves Sam to confront her. Ooh, we
1: got a split up episode. I'm excited Bella's back. Me too. I love that woman. Boy, she just fell off the map there for a while. Oh, yes. Bobby's gonna be in it. And Bella's gonna be in it. <laughs> yes. But uh so. that's gonna be sounds like it'll be a pretty cool uh ghost they're gonna be after. Yeah, the previews look creepy. Yeah they did.
0: Ooh. It's like Jack the Ripper stuff. Yeah. This also kinda reminds me of episode Smallville this season when Dean Kane guest starred. Yeah, with the, the He was all cutting up vital organs. Yeah. He's like I'm Jack the so. Ripper. I was such and such
1: and such and such. That was a twist.
0: That's kind of weird. So, this is looking good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Sam confronting Bella after them fantasies yeah, he's having.
1: The the, uh, the split up episode where we got kind of two little story arts going on in the same episode. Looks pretty interesting. I hope Bella still has the cult. Hasn't sold it. <laughs> She's always selling something. I think, I think they're going to need uh, a cult. For the season finale. Yeah, definitely so. Pretty pretty sure. But so, uh so I hope she still has that.
0: And uh we don't really have much to speculate on. Nope. So I guess that'll be it. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Back 40. Yeah, we'll see
1: you next time. Adios. Be sure to email us, check out our blog. Ah, check out the
0: email. Do I need to repeat it? It's back40podcast at hotmail.com. The blog is www.theback40podcast.blogspot.com. Please drop us a line or comment. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, y'all. Today's podcast featured music by Kansas. Hey y'all, welcome to the 11th episode of the Back 40, entitled... Creepy Callers. Kinda like creepy crawlers, but creepy callers. I'm Jared. I'm Casey. And today we'll be covering the episode of Supernatural entitled
1: Long Distance Call. It was Long
0: Distance Call from the grave. It's Creepy Call. Yeah, except it was Long Distance Call. Okay, fine. That was it, wasn't it? Sounds good to me. Yep, good. I don't know why it's not here written down for me. Anyway. Calling my secretary. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <that's> Mr. <my> Smogger.
2: <laughs> I knew that
1: was good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the title.
0: Okay, sounds good to me. Um, We have no supernatural news, but we do have Back 40 news as always. Email us at back40podcast.hotmail.com or check out the blog at www.theback40podcast.blogspot.com.
1: You're getting real good at that.
0: I am. I'm not going to mess it up many times, and um, we're going to jump right into the episode here because it's late. And it was a good episode. We're incapable of working during daytime I hours. Guess so, because one thing or another. I liked the episode. I did. Can we? Are we going to recap it at the end or? Let's recap now. Let's just do it. Okay, let's go. Get us going. Sweet. So
1: jumping right in here.
0: Yes. In Ohio. In Milan,
1: Ohio for a fact.
0: A man. <laughs> ben Waters is his name. <laughs> I've cracked Casey. I've broken him down. Could be the late night. Could be anyway, this, this could be the four. giant Sonic Route forty four he's drinking. <laughs>
1: I may have to leave at a later time. To
0: the Point is, we go to this house and it's raining, I think, and you know, all. It's dark nights. No, big old house.
1: He's drinking. He's boozing pretty pretty good here.
0: Yes. And his phone rings and he answers it. And Linda. Because that's what you do. Yes, obviously. <laughs> and Linda's on the other line and she asks him Have you thought about what we discussed? And, you know, he's like, I've got a wife, Linda.
1: Well, it's a, it was all static, y, I I can't yeah. understand. Yeah, like some, some, it wasn't white noise because it wasn't a TV, but it was static.
0: And he hangs up on her. Then the phone rings again.
1: And he answers it, and she says, look here, I'm not going to stop until you listen to me and hear me out. And she's like, oh, I love you. And he hangs
0: up again I apologizes. I'm sorry. And he hangs up. He's he's drunk.
1: Yeah, he's drunk and emotional. And uh, something's obviously going on. Because then the phone keeps ringing and keeps ringing. And he's like, he gets fed up. And he takes it all out on the phone. And he just rips it out of the wall, throws it across the room.
0: Yeah, and ironically, it rings again with a caller ID tag, SH833.
1: You, you remember that, very, yes. very observant. But yes, it does ring again, and unfortunately, he's had enough he, of the phone calls, and apparently, he had enough of life. Yes, <laughs> as, as he just pulls the pistol
0: out of his drawer and says, "You win, Linda."
1: Boop. And yeah, man, that was sick. Blood splatters the phone. Before that happened, she had uttered what would turn out to be a very important phrase through the whole episode, and she's like, come to me, me. yeah, so, I thought I'd throw that in there, so when we have to, you know, get it again, get it again, when the,
0: continuity, you're all about it,
1: anyway, but, uh, after that poor, unfortunate incident,
0: (laughs) we have the cool supernatural,
1: yeah, you know, and, uh, and actually, Dean, we hear from Bobby. Yes, Dean. Actually, we don't ever hear from Bobby, but we we assume it's Bobby. Well, uh, Ben says it's Bobby. Dean says it's Bobby, and he's he's telling Dean about Ben shooting himself after you know electrical problems, and Dean, being the keen man that he is, he's like, "Oh, something's afoot. There must be a spirit, because you know that's where he's just gonna go." It can't just be an electrical problem there there's gotta be an exp- a spirit. But uh
0: So he tells Sam we gotta go check on this.
1: Yeah, and Sam he doesn't wanna you know he's like, There's a case and then Sam's like, But we're already on a case. We're trying to get keep you out of hell and Dean's will like Well we can't even find Bella which you know, finally some reference there. Cult's gone. And we I can't want Bella find back. the cult. And while we can't find anything, I would like to do my job. Yeah. So uh, I think that's, you know, the gist of what he said. And, and then so
0: Dean that. admits to you know, Sam. Sam's like, we just need to find Ruby. And, Sam, and Dean tells him, you know, Ruby can't help. We,
1: She told me. That was unfortunate because that might mean we don't get to see any more Ruby.
0: I'm sure she'll be back. I'm glad. I, I missed them, Both of those girls. And Sam's mad because yeah. Dean's kept this secret. Yeah,
1: and then Dean actually tells Sam, he says, you, you want to, you know, wonder who's keeping secrets from who, because Sam has a couple of skeletons in his closet that he's kept from Dean. Because he's a
0: mind freak. Like, yeah,
1: he, uh, his psychic visions and stuff.
0: Yes. <clears throat> so, Dean and Sam, next thing you know, they're in Ohio.
1: Yeah, they hop in the, uh, sweet car. Yes, and drive right on to Oh. they always have sweet music playing in the radio too cool um so then they get to ho and they are you all right i'm back um so they get to Ohio and uh they appear in their you know suits posing as detectives again i guess they've formally adopted the disguise of detectives because they're always detectives usually when they have to talk to somebody. It's after, most convenient. Yeah, after their loved ones died. And again, I noticed something really weird, I'll tell you in a minute. But uh, they end up talking to uh, Ben's widow. And she says, look, I uh, I found my dead husband over there. and And they said, is that all you found? And she said something about the phone being out of the wall and stuff. And then she said... I've already been over this with the other detectives, and do you remember the, uh, the episode where, with the old lady and they go on the the party? It was yeah. That old lady said that exact same line, and I was like, dude, that line's been uttered three yeah, million I times. Yeah, I know, and I was like, they keep on using that. So I was like, well, I always went over this. I've went over this with the other detectives. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but she's talking. She's talking to. Him. And, uh, and she reveals this little nugget of information that she probably should have told him at the beginning. And she said, uh, I was eavesdropping on my husband. Basically, I was eavesdropping. And he was talking, he was talking to somebody. And I thought he was talking to a woman. But really, I picked up the phone and there was nobody there. So then they're like, well, that just explains it. And, uh, they actually do some research. And, uh. And he the wife, the widow, tells him that the woman he kept saying her name was Linda, so they did some research and Dean said Dean said, Well Linda's a babe and uh or was. And so they do some research and find out that uh Linda was Ben's high school sweetheart actually and she died in a car wreck and was cremated, so they wonder why she's still around. Right, they're ruining out the spirit thing, because,
0: you know, once they burn them, it's supposed to be gone. Yeah. Sam also had found a number on the car ID that would come up a lot. Very odd number,
1: SHA-33. Yeah, they researched that, the weird phone plant thing, and uh figured out that that's over a century old. So they actually, then they go to the, Telephone company and uh, Clark Adams, um, they convinced them to... He's the head of the company, yeah, of course. Yes. The head of the company leads them downstairs to... Uh, to Stewie. Stewie. Yeah. Nice little family guy reference there. Stewie and... Uh,
0: I doubt that's what they were going for.
1: Me so. either, but that's what popped in my head. Stuff just randomly pops in my head sometimes. Right. Um, But... He's a techie, not a Trekkie. Yeah, he's browsing the internet, looking at some questionable material. Some pornographic filth. Yes, um, and he doesn't even want to, like, bother with Sam and Dean because he's too busy. uh, He's got his own business going down. And Dean's like, you better run the number because I'm from headquarters. And so they convince him to finally run the number, and... uh, Stewie actually determines an interesting fact that, you know, 10 houses have been receiving calls from this 100-year-old telephone number for the past, like, two weeks. And so then Sam and Dean really, they're like, something fishy's got to be going on yes. here. we got to figure this out. Dean also offers Stewie a good tidbit about one <laughs> of his
0: favorite websites that the Platinum membership is well worth the money.
1: Yeah, we won't go into that, but he did. He he has, you know, plugged that side a couple of times on the. And if you watch the, the episode, you'll realize what we're talking about, but we don't want to... Uh...
0: What, Busty Asians?
1: Darn it, dear. <laughs> It's just what was on the episode. Yep, it was. Um, so, uh, he says, uh, Stewie runs the number. They figure out that the calls have been coming in for the last two weeks, and uh, and... Says, you know, I can't tell you where the number's coming from, but this is where it's going. And he shows Sam a list of the houses that have been, uh, been receiving the calls. And then actually, Sam takes matters into his own hands and drives up in a nice car in front of one of the houses. A rental? Sweet rental car.
0: Sweet rental yeah. car. It was a piece of crap, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> no, it was actually pretty nice. What
0: kind of car was
1: it? I don't remember, but it was a piece nice. of crap.
0: <laughs> It was
1: and, the Corvettes. And he goes up and crap. rings the, uh, that's true. And he goes up and rings the doorbell and he asks the the uh, husband of the house, him and his little boy come come to the door and he says, have there been any strange calls? And he says, we didn't call the phone company. And he says, yeah, but people have been recording or reporting strange calls with like static and, and weird stuff going on. And he says no, we hadn't. uh." He says no, we haven't had any of those calls. But uh." and then we're introduced to the daughter, Lainey, who comes down the stairs, and uh, she she comes on the scene, and she's going to play a uh, pivotal role in the episode, or at least half of it. Indeed, she's got a very disturbed look on her face, and Sam can see it. So, uh, so he nonchalantly walks away. And he's going to get back in his sweet rental car. It's not too sweet. I think it was sweet, dude. I think it was like a Hyundai, dude. It, it looked good. I don't remember, though, at all. It wasn't like a flashy sports car, but it... That's right, so it wasn't a real car. But, uh, but, It was a 4 so, banger. But he's about to drive away, and I think he I think he actually knew that Laney was going to have to come track him down, so he takes his time. And she finally comes out there and tracks him down, and, and uh...
0: She and says, I don't think you're an agent for the phone company because you wear a cheap suit
1: and drive a rental car. Yeah, and then he's like, well, I guess we're both keeping secrets. And then so she figures she's got to tell him what she knows. He says, if I knew what you knew,
0: I wouldn't make fun of you.
1: I'd tell you that I could help a little bit.
0: <laughs> Things along this line. Yeah. Um. So, uh, she says, so I've been getting calls from my mom. He's like, That's
1: not weird. <laughs> That's not weird at all. And then Laney goes, Well, she's dead she's and he got, said, Just got Lainey's a little done. weirder And then she's like, Yeah, like three years dead and uh so then then Sam's like, Well, this really is strange and something fishy really is going on. So then Dean calls Sam and found and tells him that he's found, you know, some other cases of people getting staticky phone calls from from the dead, yes, from beyond the grave. And then the interesting thing, theme of the episode happens. He hangs up with Sam, and then the phone rings from the number. And guess who it is?
0: <gasps> yeah, it's their daddy. It's Johnny. Yes, John Jess,
1: Winchester. The voice of one Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Is on the other other end of the phone.
0: Who well, I was disappointed I didn't get, we could see him. We yeah. heard him. I guess he was called in. The network's like, okay, Jeff, give us the lines. We'll yeah. record you in static. Shh.
1: How could you do it, Dean? Shh. <laughs> it was, it was. Uh, I didn't figure we were gonna see see Mr. Morgan. That I was mad about it though. Yeah. And then after that, Dean met with Sam, and he's like, well. Dude, I just got a call from Dad. Who, what did he sound like? <laughs> he sounded like Dad. What do you think? But and then Sam. He sounded like Oprah. Sam, you know, is questionable. He's questioning, you know, whether We're or not what? We're <laughs> our quote. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, but, I'm
0: trying to drink out of a cup and talk.
1: Um. So he's questionable, and he's, you know, hesitant to believe that their daddy would be come. Talk to him from the grave, and so uh, they discuss what they're gonna do if, you know, their daddy calls back. And Dean says, "What should I do?" Or what should I say when he calls back? And Sam said, "Hello." He said, "That's all you got? Our dad calls us from the grave, and you come back with the hello?" <laughs> so. Uh, so then, they
0: discover that. That this place in Ohio was the birthplace of the Thomas Edison, Thomas, the Thomas Edison, <laughs> Thomas
1: Alva Edison,
0: the Thomas Edison, not just That's, any Thomas I just Edison.
1: That, that is a cool middle name, Alva. <laughs>
0: I will name my first child Alva.
1: Oh, um, not. So they go to that museum, and he just, is in the uh, last invent, invention Thomas Edison supposedly invented. The spirit phone, and it was weird. Spirit
0: phone, spirit phone. You know what the spirit phone would be good for? What for the ghost
1: facers. Yeah, they should have had that on there. Yeah. <laughs> ghost facers. But uh, ghost facers. Anyway, she she, you know, is walking around giving her little tidbits about about Thomas Edison. Who is she? The tour guide. Oh. Yeah. Sorry about that. The tour guide's walking around, and she's explaining, you know, what. Stuff is and and she said, oh yeah, Thomas Edison was actually an occultist. (laughs) He was actually in the cult. He was evil. I don't know if that's true or not. Devil worshipper. I've never. uh, And he actually tried to communicate with the dead. And Sam took out his little ghost scanner and scanned it, and he found nothing. And they wonder, you know, why it would just all of a sudden start calling people after a hundred years. And Dean. You know, it's still hung up on the fact that his, his daddy might have called him. So then, we go to that night, and Sam's asleep, and Dean is still. Dean can't sleep because he's worried he might miss his daddy call. And actually, the phone does ring. Dean answers and shut and goes into the other room and shuts the door. And uh, and we hear, "Shh, Dean, it's me." <laughs> How could you do it, Dean? Yeah. And then there's this heartfelt conversation about about how, you know, John didn't want this because Dean was his boy. And he said, I was just looking after Sammy just like you told me to. And so they had that little thing. And and John says, well, I know a way to get you out of the contract because you're afraid of the – either you got yourself into a situation where – one way you die, or one way Sam dies. And he says, I know a way out for both of you. And Dean's like, what? And he says, the demon that holds your contract. And he's actually, he tells him he's actually here right now. And he's in the town where they're at. So Dean is Dean is obviously happy about this. Yes.
0: Then we go to the home of Laney, the uh, girl. And she's on her computer getting her text message I am on. And one pops up from the uh, the uh, SHA-33. Yeah. Says, Laney? And she's like, Mom, is that you? And then the mother, once again, as in the first case, have you considered what we discussed before? And, you know, Laney said, I went to the cemetery.
1: <laughs> she said, I want to see you, and Lanny said at the cemetery and she goes, You know that's not what I meant and right then I just knew that this could not end good. No. I was like, So Holy like, lord. But, but I'm scared. I was like, Holy Lord, she wants her to kill herself. So, yeah. And then So I actually did I was proud of myself. I picked up The screen up
0: goes that. dead and in the monitor reflection,
1: Lanny's mother The uh, weird the weird mother ghost Perhaps pain. a hope. Not Mother Goose, but mother Goose. <laughs> uh she uh she comes and grabs her and the computer cuts off. And then, once you realize
0: no one's there, the computer comes back on and flashes messages, come with me.
1: Like come the, with me. Like as in the uh, earlier case where the uh, Mr. Waters was... Okay, Mr. Waters. Being, Mr. Ben Waters was getting that message.
0: My ag teacher was Mr. Waters.
2: Sorry, Sorry
1: about that. Mr. Waters will know. We
0: got like a million Mr. Waters live on this very road. Yep. Everybody.
1: Strange coincidence. Du, du, um.
0: Anyway, the next day, Dean has been researching that there have been lightning storms
1: all over. And he's like, okay, that's gotta mean the demon's tailing me.
0: Yeah, because you know, he won't let this out of his sight, because I'm like a bad mama.
1: Yeah, because he's, you know, like bad he wants mother. me in he's hell. He's a bad pre- mother trucker. He's a bad man Gemma. He's a bad man pajama. Yeah, and uh, he wants me in hell pretty bad, so he's got to follow me, you know, no matter where I go because I'm, you know, the one thing he wants more than anything is, I guess, his line of thinking was there. Yeah.
0: And he says that, uh, you know, that John had given him a new exorcism ritual to kill the demon that's holding the contract. And Sam doesn't, you know, he's a little, he's not buying into it all. And, you know, he figures, but Dean says, you know, dad's been in hell. I'm sure he's picked up a few tricks and it'll work. And uh, while Dean is waiting for a call from John for the demon's location, you know, him and Sam just go
1: at it. Yeah, they're fighting furiously, and then uh, Sam actually bolted. To go see Lainey. Yeah. Dean says,
0: you know, go and hang out have... with
1: jailbait. <laughs> Which I thought that was kind of that was humorous. But he said, uh, before he left, he's like, Dean, promise me you won't go anywhere till I get back. So Dean's like sitting down in the chair, sulking. Yes. And meanwhile, over at Lainey's house, uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam meets with Laney and he, uh, and Laney explains what happened, you know, she tells Sam that her mother wanted her to kill herself with her sleeping pill or the sleeping pills from the medicine cabinet. And, uh, and she asked a question, she said, why would my mama want me to do that? Which is, you know, understandable question to ask in that situation. Because you're freaked out by a ghost. Yes. You know. And, uh. Meanwhile. Got in little, the other room. She's though. got a little brother. Yes. Who we get introduced to. His
0: toy phone is
1: ringing. S-H-A-33. Yes. His name is Simon. We're talking
0: toy phone.
1: He actually gets a weird call. Yeah. It goes. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, mommy. Mommy? <laughs> and, uh. Lanny's still talking to Sam. And, uh. And she tells Sam that her mother actually told her, you know... Come to me. Wrote come to me all over the screen. And he's like, that's not your mother. And then we bolt to the... uh And he says, stay in the house and stay away from windows and electrical equipment and stuff. And then Laney goes out of the, the room and realizes that Simon's gone. And Sam knows they're headed for trouble now because, you know... Obviously it's bad when you lose your little brother. Yes. Especially on Supernatural when the little, the, little, the wee ones wander off by themselves. Yes. The little, so.
0: Especially Sam, I yeah.
1: Swear. yeah, nothing good ever happens when he wanders off.
0: No. Uh, Meanwhile, Dean has received another call from John going, Shh, soul is here the
1: demon is here whatever so he's like tells him to drive to this old house and start performing the exorcism ritual
0: so he goes up in there he's making the devil's trap got his holy water ready meanwhile
1: sam saves sam sam saves simon crap (laughs) sam say simon's walking across the pavement and all of a sudden he begins to go drifting out into the road here and it looked like a game of Frogger. You know, he was actually just walking along and cars were just whizzing by. It had to be like, it reminded me of Ricky Bobby when he's just sitting out there on the track and he's like, all the cars are whizzing by and he's like, all these cars are going by and they're like, you're going 26 miles an hour. <laughs> but, but uh, so he managed to avoid you know most of the cars and he finally crosses over the middle of the road, and then all of a sudden we see the classic horror thingy with the eighteen wheeler coming toward the little kid, and you're like, "Oh, this little kid's about to get flattened, squash!" And then, uh, but at
0: the last second, Sam Sam
1: makes saves a heroic leap and pushes Simon out of harm's way. Yes, and so I jump for joy when that happens. Yes, of course. no. And actually then Sam had called Dean and said, Look, dude, I know what this is. It's a crocotta. which is a weird kind of little thing that mimics, you know, dead loved ones and leads you to believe something that's not really going on. It's with. a scavenger. It eats yeah. souls. He eats souls after mimicking dead loved ones. Too. It doesn't mimic dead loved ones. All their
0: voices. Well, we, you know, we get to that. I swear you don't put two and two together ever, Uh, anything. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. I'm slurring my words. (laughs) I act like a drunk at night. It's terrible.
1: He really isn't drinking though. Just drink Sonic.
0: I had a sweet tea. A big one. Yeah. Anyway. So he, you know, Dean, you know, realizes and says, "Hey, don't they live in Filth?" But we'll find out later.
1: Like the flies at the phone company?
0: Yeah. We're going to find out later. You know, Dean may not have been Dean. May not have been. So Sam gets to the phone company and sees Stewie leaving the office. So Sam calls Dean and then goes after him with a metal spike.
1: He and says, I know what you are and I know how to kill you. Stewie's like,
0: I'm innocent, I'm innocent.
1: That was pretty good. That was actually, like, really good. What? That accent.
0: I'm innocent. I'm yeah. innocent.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. And then Clark, the boss man, comes out and knocks Sam out. And Stewie's like, oh, thanks, Clark. I knew we were on the same team.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he says, oh, forget it. <laughs> Whack. Whack. He whacks,
0: him he whacks Stewie. Yeah. Clark ties him up downstairs and then stabs Stewie through the heart pretty much after he gets tired of listening to Stewie. And he opens
1: his mouth like he dislocates his jaw like <sighs> a snake and the pointy little demon fangs come out. And he sucks out his soul just right out.
0: <laughs> and then Sam realizes that it wasn't Dean on the phone. It was that stupid crocotta. It was Car. Yeah.
1: And he faked using the Thomas Edison spirit phone number, you know, for uh a diversion to keep you know them off the trail so to speak and uh yeah. and the Krakata which is
0: Clark and this is when he starts telling Sam you know this is why I was arguing with you he says yeah. you know it used to be before technology we'd have to stand in the woods yeah. and just wait to lure somebody but now we can just mock dead people yeah anytime I'm hungry I just make a phone call yeah so back in the day they didn't mock the dead
1: maybe. Yeah. That's not want I argue and that's Well and I forgot about that. That was a good point. We're right. gonna we're gonna fight, aren't we? Bravo No, we're we're almost done. I'm gonna choke you.
0: Let's get through this. I'm so angry it's one in the morning, one <laughs> thirty. Wow. Yes. Um Meanwhile we go to a police officer or a fireman or something. He gets a call from his daughter. And she's, you know, dead, obviously. He says, I, yeah. I thought I told you not to do this. You're killing your old man. And she says, Daddy, the man who killed me is at our house, and he wants to kill you, too. So he, like, fled with This is where you start to put it all together. Yeah. So then, Clark, we go back to Clark and Sam, and he telling them, you know, it was easy to imitate your father because, you know, people think once... You know, calls are dropped or something. They're just lost forever, but they're not. Yeah, they keep on... Voicemails, surfing. everything. Yeah. So Sam is, meanwhile, working his way three, three, <laughs> free, while Clark figures that either Dean's going to kill the guy, or the guy's going to kill Dean when he gets to his house. So
1: either way, he's going to, you know... He's going to get a soul. He's going to kill
0: somebody and get a meal. Anyway, Dean's in the house preparing his holy water because he hears the man coming in, and all of a sudden this police or fireman,
1: whatever, he like breaks down the door and he starts like spraying bullets all over the place with a shotgun. And uh, and the Dean's like he manages to duck, dive, dip, dive, and dodge out of the way. And, uh, you got dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, and he doesn't get hit somehow. People on TV can never shoot. No. They always, be. but... uh They get in a fight. And then he, then he, you know, starts fighting with him, like you said. And Dean gets some knocked down, beats the crap out of him. And he, yeah, he did. That's an understatement. He tore him up pretty bad. Yeah. But, then, um, but we'll see later that Dean got his, he got his looks in on Dean.
0: Yeah, which throughout like, the whole fight, they kind of went back and forth. Yeah. Where Dean kind of got him down.
1: Dean got the upper hand.
0: Anyway, Cart meanwhile is boasting about how much easier feeding is, you know, this is where he starts talking about yeah. the primary device phone and the internet and stuff like that's made it so much easier on him. because he doesn't have to wait. I jumped around a little. You can you can scold me, Casey. No, that's good. Go ahead. Cuz I would. It's use. Too late. Anyway. Sam manages to break free and then they have a little tussle. Meanwhile, you know, Dean is got the uh, the officer in the uh, devil's trap. He's performing. He's trying to do his little exorcism. Yeah. He starts reading the Latin
1: out of the book. And the Home dude walks straight out the the circle. And he's like, "Well, how the heck did you get out?" And then he's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> I've goofed." Then they fight some more. And he's like, "Why'd well, you kill my daughter?" And and
0: they start you know tangling again. And then we go back to the fight between Sam and the Krakot- Krakata. Yeah. And, you know, they're fighting. Sam corners him against a pegboard with just a little metal hanger. Yeah. And I guess Sam's using that mental thing he's got, like when he impaled Gordon's head. Yeah. So easily with a piece of wire, bar, wire or something.
1: He happens to impale the crocotta hanging him up on the... Yeah, he just like, floop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and the... the spirit thing dies, those things spirits or just I don't know. soul eater thing dies
0: Anyway, meanwhile Dean and the other guy managed to work out the fact that they have no idea what they're doing and that Dean's like I didn't kill your daughter I have no idea
1: and we just resolved that issue I guess I guess they just kind of threw it out there yeah but uh then same way like they did with Lainey yeah they kind of threw her out true then
0: meanwhile, back at the motel. <laughs> they, uh,
1: they're recovered. This is where Dean's nursing his eyes and, you know, because he's got a black eye from the, the huge fight. And they they share scars, you uh, know, they compare licks. And we have, you know, kind of an emotional moment between Sam and Dean. And Sam says that he's sorry that it wasn't their dad because Dean wanted to believe that it was kind of real bad throughout the whole episode and he uh, and Dean says that he wanted to believe that because he's scared and there's he's realizing there's no way out of the deal and then Sam's like uh, we'll get you out and they're you know they share kind of a they share a brief feeling. moment yeah it's kind of a tearjerker followed
0: by and hey let's let's
1: get have a cold one they have a beer and watch TV and then we cut the scene Yep, so that's the end of the episode. It's kind of freaky, freaky at times. Something,
0: something weird. It is jumping around a bit. We want to inform you now that our recording self is making some weird, weird stuff going on. Like a
1: crocodile. Like, uh oh. Oh god. Oh. It was a good episode. It's your me anyway, anyway, I wonder how, how this is going to sound. Episode. Kind of freaky, you this is weird weird.
0: just continue um
1: I thought it was kind of of freaky the the spirit was a little more a little more unorthodox than they usually are yeah um I was glad to hear you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan come back (laughs) yeah we're glad to
0: hear him glad to hear him it's just a partial Um,
1: guest appearance yeah I think he only gets partial credit for that he wasn't he wasn't Actually, on the set. There. I bet
0: he made more money for recording those lines than I'm making
1: a year. He might have.
0: Mm, sad day.
1: But, uh, oh no, I thought it was real good. I liked I thought, it. I thought there were some loose ends, you know, with the whole Laney thing. She, like, fell off the world. But, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for these last couple of episodes because they've actually, I think we've got two left. And
0: from what it looks like, I'm not thinking we're getting so deep into Dean's crap until the final episode of the season. Yeah, that, They're going to cliffhanger us now, I the, bet uh, you, because they oh, know they're picked gonna up.
1: A, it's going to be a big cliffhanger, I think, I think you're right. Because, it
0: comes down to shows that don't know if they're getting picked up,
1: don't leave the big cliffhanger, like yeah. the ones that know they're coming yeah. back. Um, I think you're right, because I think from what it looks like from uh, the spoilers that we've been able to... That we, get, we shall cover in a moment. That, uh, yeah, stay tuned, by the way. But I think the season finale is going to be more of a Dean-centered episode. Um, and it's going to revolve around Dean uh, Dean and Sam trying to save his life and get him out of the deal. So should be good. Yeah, most definitely. Anyway, y'all, stay tuned after the music for spoilers. And thanks for listening again. See ya.
0: Now we're going to cover spoilers from next week's episode of Supernatural entitled Time is on My Side. Sam and Dean discover a doctor who, back in 1816, became obsessed with finding the secret of eternal life by taking people's vital organs. Meanwhile, Bobby finds Bella, and Dean leaves Sam to confront her. Ooh, we got a split-up episode. I'm excited
1: Bella's back. Me too. I love that woman. Boy, she just fell off the map there for a while. Oh, yes. Bobby's gonna be in it. And Bill's gonna be in it. <laughs> yes. But uh so. that's gonna be sounds like it'll be a pretty cool uh ghost they're gonna be after. Yeah, the previews look creepy. Yeah they did. Ooh. It's like
0: Jack the Ripper stuff. Yeah. This also kinda reminds me of episode Smallville this season when Dean Kane guest starred. Yeah, with the, the He was all cutting shop, out shop. vital organs. Yeah. He's like I'm Jack the so. Ripper. I was such and such and such and such. That was a twist. That's kinda weird. So this is looking good. Uh I'm looking forward to the Sam confronting Bella after them fantasies yeah, he's having.
1: The the uh the split up episode where we got kinda two little story arts going on in the same episode. Looks pretty interesting. I hope Bella still has the cult, hasn't sold it. <laughs> She's always selling something. I think though. I think they're gonna need uh a cult for the season finale. Yeah, definitely so. Pretty pretty sure. but So, uh, so I hope she still has that.
0: And uh, we don't really have much to speculate on. No.
2: Nope.
0: So I guess that'll be it. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Back 40. Yeah, we'll see you next time.
1: Adios. Be sure to email us. Check out our blog.
0: Ah, check out the email. Do I need to repeat it? It's back forty podcast at hotmail.com. The blog is com. Please drop us a line or comment.
1: Yeah, and
0: uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, Joe. Today's podcast featured music by Kansas.